great. I, uh, the readings that we heard in the chapel are this Sunday's readings, and I, it's been a long time since I've, I've had the chance to actually sit down with the readings four or five days before hearing them at church. It's kind of nice because if you choose to do this, it can kind of be the source of reflection for you during the week as you pray. And then when you show up on Sunday, it's not like you get blindsided by the gospel. <laughs> you actually like you, you bring something, you kind of bring your, the interpretation you've been working on, and then you get to hear the priest and, and it can kind of bring it to a whole new level for you. Mm-hmm. So um, encourage you to do that. And if you're in the habit of going to Mass at all during the week, if you can sit down with the scriptures for just five minutes beforehand, too, it's the same kind of richness you'll get out of that experience. Um, Barbara covered a lot of stuff last week from the Beatitudes as well as kind of some general housekeeping things. Any, do you guys have any questions left over from last week or things that arose during the week that you wanted to raise? Um, as far as like, I mean, are we supposed to are we supposed to be like memorizing everything that we're learning kind of like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm in trouble <laughs> I know I, I, it's just a stupid question I'm sorry I'm just wondering like how how do I approach what I've take what I've learned in these classes like what what of it I mean I know it's all yeah. important and I'm not asking like what's the important stuff <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean what do what do I need to take special t- care to go over like the beatitudes like I found them in, in the catechism because mm-hmm. um, I felt like I didn't really take really good notes because at first I was like should I be taking notes and then I missed half of it and then I wrote some of it down it's, it's like, all of this is very new to me so I'm sure. just wondering um, should I go but over it again or what my take on it is it's just kind of an immersion experience Okay. I mean, you just dive in, and if there's something you want to review or that comes to mind, or you feel like you want to brush up on, that's great. Okay. But it's not, it's not going to be like you're going to be formally tested on anything. I mean, at the end, we may have some kind of a review just to make sure that you know there's some basic comprehension. But it's, I mean, there's there's an academic dimension to this, but it's it's also just a formation experience too, and and you just uh, you kind of let it wash over you, and, and then when it raises questions, bring them back to the class, and, and we'll address them. So. That's my take on it. No You helped out with our seat. Barb was talking chess, and you know Barb. Oh yeah, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> Raise the bar, Barbara. Raise the bar. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then there was this 400 question one. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I'd say what well, if something strikes you like just like Quentin said, if you something ra- if there's something you don't understand that you want to pursue more than the formal. <laughs> If something really excites you, it might be worthy to go back. And also, if something disturbs you, it's probably worth going to, you know, study more and see what's behind it, and then bring bring that kind of the fruit of that back to the next session, and we can kind of go over it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I uh, one thing I, I should just mention by way of the introduction is I actually came into the church through the RCA program as well mm-hmm. when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So I actually was baptized as a Catholic, but was not raised really, wasn't really catechized growing up on the youngest of ten kids, and uh, all my brothers and sisters went through all the sacraments, you know, right on schedule. And uh, it turned out that for most of them, confirmation was their last appearance in church. I mean, that was the last right. thing they were required to do, mm-hmm. so it was kind of graduation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of saw that happening, and I like, you know, it, something just rubbed me wrong about that. I was like, well, I don't want to do that, you know, I don't want this to be my sacrament of exit. So, uh, <laughs> so um, my parents made it optional. I mean, they they learned their 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 lesson, I think, from the others. So well, they had nine times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing like repetition yeah. to reinforce them. <laughs> so, um, so they made it optional. They encouraged me to go forward with confirmation, but they didn't require it. So I didn't, and yeah, uh, yeah and I'm, I'm grateful that I didn't because I I think I really had to pursue it more in college, 
and uh, they had a program on campus at uh, the university where I went, University of Stupidville. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget about that. I won't. <laughs> oh, <what are> <laughs> oh, okay. I've got to learn how to discern voices here. Uh, everybody says that whenever they first hear that university. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's sure to follow. Um, <laughs> but it was my sophomore year of college that I finally went through the program and then became confirmed. And uh, Just a quick question. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm sure your, your, your mother was absolutely enthralled by your, uh, your, your decision in college because that's the sure. absolute opposite of what people usually do <laughs> in college. And secondarily, well, I mean, if it's not too personal, yeah. Yeah. The, the journey that your, your other brothers and sisters have made. Right. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with their education. Um, they all went to Catholic grade school and um, my parents were not satisfied with the grade school education that they were getting in the 70s. Hmm. It was pretty much a free-for-all and it was a very confusing time in the church and very many unhappy, I would say, individuals that were teaching. So it was kind of a, it was kind of a, yeah. So I was spared that anyway because my parents started homeschooling when I was going into first grade. So I never experienced a Catholic school <laughs> education until I got to college. So it was like brand new to me. I was so excited. I'm like, wow, I've never seen any of this. I didn't know how to pray the rosary, I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a completely new experience for me. So, And I was around peers that were actually excited about their faith. It was kind of an unusual campus environment that way to, you know, suddenly noon and you're sitting in the dorm and, and 500 of your peers are going off to Mass on a daily basis. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should just go in and find out what's going on in there. It must be more interesting than I remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a kind of a gradual opening of the door for me. Just I, I hadn't grown up around that kind of thing at all. Um, yeah. So yeah, my, my parents were thrilled. My, my dad was especially thrilled that I actually even looked at the school because I was not interested in going to Steubenville. Um, I was looking at some um, Ivy League schools on the East Coast because I wanted to study either rhetoric or English. And uh, I finally just gave in to my dad's request and, and visited during Come and See Weekend and that was just sold it. Oh. I mean, it was just the people I met. I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to become Catholic, but these are people I want to know. So it's interesting the different ways that that people get drawn toward the church.